What's up, everybody? Welcome back to You, you Can't, Can't Sit, Sit With, with us. us, the podcast where we use your favorite movies and TV shows to show the right and wrong ways to communicate. I'm Katie. I'm Luke. I'm Tony. Today we're going to be talking about the entertainment overcoming resistance model. First things first is we need to know what mass media is. Mass media is just media that is spread to everyone. Some examples of mass media are journalism, social media, films, television, and radio. Also, mass media affects our lives because it comments on big struggles and social issues. But sometimes the news is not the most effective form of talking about these issues, even though it might seem the most straightforward and informative, it has a lot of bias. So that's why this entertainment overcoming resistance model suggests that maybe other forms of entertainment could be better for avoiding resistance while addressing some sort of issue um, over a news source. So first we're going to talk about the resistance to mass media and the spiral of silence. Spiral of silence is the willingness to voice their opinions on an issue depending on if they feel in the minority or my majority of the viewpoint of an issue. The reason news is bad is because it like just tells you what you want, like what you want to hear. Like if you listen to Fox, it'll tell you the right. If you listen to like CNN or something, it'll tell you the left side. But like there's like really not a good news source that really tells you like the actual facts. It just tells you what they want you to know, maybe even if that's not really true. So that's why news isn't the best option. So this news uh, bias creates the climate of opinion, which relates to who speaks up and who remains silent on an issue. The people who are in the majority of the viewpoint on the issue will be more likely to speak up than the minority of a viewpoint on an issue. Okay, so all of that bias that Luke was talking about and um, kind of resistance to news, the some of the reasons why TV can be better for addressing these issues is, first of all, because it's a narrative and a parasocial interaction, which basically just means it's a story, and parasocial interaction is when TV characters and a certain story on a TV show feels known to you. The characters kind of feel like friends, um, not in a creepy way, obviously, but Jackson, have you ever binged a show, not wanted it to end? Of course. Um, Outer Banks. Yeah. Both two, both seasons, I just felt like so connected to John B. and um, what's her name, Sarah? Yeah. And my boy Pope. <laughs> it, it, it was tough when, the season, when both seasons ended because I just sat there just like staring into space, just like, my friends left me, and now I'm not <laughs> Yeah. So that's, like, the thing about stories. We, we tell them to kids. You know, there's no overt sort of, like, bias when you click on a Netflix show. Um, and that's kind of why they can be better in bringing up these big issues. So a Netflix, not Netflix, um, HBO Max show, right, called Euphoria, it has a lot of um, topics concerning issues that teenagers struggle with, maybe like um, addiction and kind of the need for love and acceptance. So Luke's going to read um, part of this post. Um, Zendaya is the main character in this, and her character struggles with addiction, and this is what she has to say about it. Like there is this one little section that says, I care about her deeply. I also care about the people who care about her because I think many of them share her story of addiction and sobriety, and many of them share a lot for emotional disorders, and I think it's important that we continue to have love for her. So this is kind of like 
showing what Katie says is it's like the person who like acts it out even feels like it's one of her friends and it helps like relate to everybody in the world that's like struggling with something even if it's not just like addict like addiction and sobriety like there are people who have problems so you like really need to check up on them yeah and there's less bias in um watching a story than there is in like statistics on the news so all right so another reason why um tv shows can be more helpful in addressing these big issues is because of identification and perceived similarities so when a person who looks like you or maybe has gone through some of the same things as you goes through the struggle on TV, it makes you a little bit more open to the topic. So part of how people have been doing that is um, diversity within their cast. Um, so especially Bridgerton, there are a lot of dramatic struggles and sort of like mental and emotional sort of things going on. And the cast is very diverse with people from all different backgrounds. And obviously that wouldn't reflect the actual time period, but we're getting to the point where that isn't what matters anymore. So um, you kind of relate to people that look more like you and you might try and fix a problem how they fix it or you see that it is more fixable in that way. Um, with the TV show Friends, each of the women in the show has a child in kind of a way that society would consider non-traditional. So one of these women is a surrogate, and she has trouble giving up these children. So we're going to play a clip from this, but kind of the main point is that these are just who you would consider to be normal women, and at this point in the show, you've kind of formed a bond with all of them, so seeing them struggle with these things makes things more relatable. So here you are. Seems like yesterday I was talking to you in that little petri dish. <laughs> Everyone said labor was the hardest thing I'd ever have to do, but they were wrong, Mrs. Well, I had the most fun with you guys. And I wish I could take you home and see you every day, but... Okay, I'll settle for being your favorite aunt. So this clip is um, relatable because it is pretty much part of a story and it shows like a true female's perspective when it comes to this situation that they're in. And um, so there's no sense of bias and it makes the females that are in this particular situation feel more comfortable, especially because of the connection that they've been able to see and like build with the characters kind of in that story. And also it just relates, it makes... Um, this topic less political and makes it like more compassionate and relatable. So the third and final thing we're going to talk about is um, pretty much the expectations and expectancy and kind of how TV translates into life and observational learning in general. So first and foremost, um, observational learning is when individuals learn through observing models in their lives. So first, this can start with um, inner circles, so your friends, very close family, things like that. But also this can extend out to um, uh, role models such as celebrities, um, sports figures, politicians, people of that nature. And um, kind of the reasons we 
do model ourselves after either people in our lives or celebrities is because we expect, well, we want, we have expectations, outcome of expectations and expectancy. And also with having those expectations that could, um, of how to do things or want to do things, it can also extend of how we conduct ourselves in certain situations. So if we see like, um, you know, you know, this was, this example might, you know, do something, but Will Smith at the Oscars, like handling situations when your wife's getting joked about. Um, obviously, that's not the place in time. So seeing how they react and the backlash that comes from that, we can um, look at that and kind of, if we're ever in that same situation, we can think back to that moment, think back to that situation and kind of try to conduct ourselves in a better way. But we also have some examples of how our expectations and expectancy can, um, you know, can just examples of that type of stuff, really. So there is a huge movement going on. People, millions of people across the world are standing up to fight against racism. And they're doing this because too often and for such a long time, people have been treated unfairly. And in some cases, even hurt by others because of the color of their skin. This stuff isn't easy to talk about, which is exactly why we have to talk about it. All right, so this clip that you just heard actually is going to kind of summarize all of our points together on why um, TV, media, social media, all of that might be better in addressing big topics than the news. So, The reason it's better than the news is because like, news sometimes will be biased and it, it'll tell you like what you want to hear versus like what you don't want to hear because sometimes what you don't want to hear is like what's actually the truth and like the news will just like switch it around to make it sound bad even though sometimes it's not bad but it's like something that'll help a lot of people yeah and so my point was about um the media being like a story and needing to be more um representative of other people so in this there's no political bias barbie now um people have loved her for generations but also now it's much more inclusive and um they look different. The standards for Barbie have kind of been challenged, and so she is changed, and now more people can relate to Barbie and the stories around her, which makes um, there be less bias than a news source addressing this with their own political agenda. And lastly, like Ma was dealing with kind of how a person would act in real life when it comes to these situations. So, you know, if kids that are watching, obviously watching Barbie, if they see how she's reacting, talking about it, trying to get the best out of the situation, not just going, like, crazy or rogue or just making it so one-sided to where she's going to act out, the kids that are watching her will do the same thing. So, obviously, that's really good yeah. for them to have. They can model that behavior that, um, that Barbie is having this conversation and being able to talk about it. Yeah. Thank you all for listening as we talk about mass media and the entertainment overcoming resistance model. Join us on next week's episode as we continue to go over different ways of communication. This is Jackson. I'm Katie. I'm Luke. And, and you, you can't, can't sit, sit with, with us. us.